Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. Hello. Welcome back to another episode of The Juice. I'm your host, Solomon Giorgio, comedian, writer, and the first person to have their legs fired because they just don't quit. Today's guest is a comedian, writer, and virtual Bratz doll. She's been named as a comedian you should know about by Vulture and featured on HBO Max. She also currently writes on the TV show Raven's Home. Let's give a big, juicy welcome to Nori Reed. Hi, Nori. How's it going? Hi. This is, is this the new apartment that you told yes, me about? Yes. So I have a, I have a really funny, you're like, you're propped up on a bookshelf. <laughs> I have nowhere to put my microphone. So I'm holding it like a stand up comedian. Oh, look, we know how to hold a mic. We know how to Oh, yeah. If I know one mic. thing, it's how to hold a mic. <laughs> I used to rest it on my chin for a long time. And I was like, Solomon. That's all the germs. Oh, okay, I was, I was talking about a mic or something else, if you know what I mean. Oh, oh, I've rested many of those on my chin. Actually, I'd rather have them not touch me at all. Uh, I like. I love how I just like became Mae West for no... I was like, whoa, what, what do you, do you mean? mean? I was like, whoa, whoa, what was that? What you resting on that chin there, buddy boy? <laughs> Look, we're all one Absolutely. step away from being Mae West. I've <laughs> always said that you're you're the 2022 version of Mae West. I've, I've always said it. <laughs> People didn't really understand it, but this year, now they understand it. <laughs> yeah. It was like, now it makes yes. sense. <laughs> well, first of all, I uh, clearly, I think you're an amazing comedian. and Aww. But now we're going to, we're, we're going to go into Nor- Nori's past. It's like, where did you grow up again? I grew up in Christian County, Kentucky. Okay. <laughs> what is it with queer people and random terrible places? Well, we have to, well, listen, we got to get out. We got to go somewhere. <laughs> yeah. So we go to LA. Yeah. Look. Flowers have to come from the dirt. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. They got to blossom somewhere. So how many people are in this town? We're talking about 2,000 people in the county. It, also, Bell Hooks is from the same place, which is cool. It's two very dynamic, diverse people. Yes. Coming out of- <laughs> and then no one else. Nobody else, you know. Um, uh, it's a small farm town. And talk about gossip. I mean, like. I grew up in the church, and so Ooh. that's the hotbed of uh, Southern Baptist, or it was Pentecostal. Ooh, yeah. Were this were there were the snakes there or no? No snakes, but tongues. Lots of speaking in oh. tongues. Yeah, that's how I lost faith in the church. Was 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 through tongues. Oh, oh. I because I went to. <laughs> I went to his church called Truth Tabernacle. I think I might have mentioned this before on this podcast on this very specific thing because I think you know what. 
go back and listen to that. But yeah, somebody, a girl that I didn't like in school, uh, like got the gift of tongues because uh, we went to school normally and she was truly cruel. And uh, when she showed up and said, I can speak in tongues, I was like, I don't believe you. It's strange psychology because it is, I forgot what, it, what effect it's called, but it's like when people get you to be- believe or do something that's crazy. Like there was this traveling pastor that came through and that was the day that I was going to speak in tongues. And so he was like, if anyone wants to speak in tongues, come to the front. And I was like, you know what? This is my day. I'm going to speak in tongues. So I, <laughs> I went to the front and he's like, okay, whatever words in your head, Sam, even if it's gibberish. And I was like, okay. And he, I was like, Allah Malala. He was like, faster. I was like, Allah Malala. Mala. He was like, faster. I was like, Allah Malala. He was like, yes. And then the more he encouraged me, the more I just did it. And then everyone around me started clapping, giving me attention. So then, of oh course, God. you get attention. You start to like it. Yeah. They're, they're crying. I'm crying. And so there's a lot of buy-in. You're like, okay, I guess this is, might be real. Well, where's your fucking Oscar? Oh, my God. Young actors never get the credit they deserve. I also remember <laughs> the pastor was like, what do you want to pray for today? And I couldn't... I was trying to think of something dramatic and fun. Because some people were like, cancer. Some people were like, yeah. my father just, you know, went to jail. They were like really good ones. And I was like, my tooth... <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't think of it. I was like, my tooth kind of hurts. And he was like, he's like, oh, he's like, okay. Like, I guess we'll pray for your tooth. Like, I couldn't think of anything good. Yeah. It's like, how old were you? I was like eleven or twelve. Yeah. Oh, you got no other problems. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> what? What do you? What do you think an eleven-year-old is going to bring to the to the to the sad game? Yes. <laughs> yes. All I had was. I mean, I was a very much a closeted, obviously queer person, and. I could I could have brought that to the table, but no, not not that not that day. Yeah, no, not that. <laughs> no, not at my tooth. Not, that's that's like a thirteen year old. Yeah. Uh, tongue speaking. Like I'm. Back again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For that day, it was simply my tooth. That's as far as I could go. Yeah. yeah. So I'm assuming. So how how old were you when you left? I left for college. So as a queer, very I think this is a common queer experience. Yeah. You're like. I got to get the fuck out of here. So the best pathway is like education. You're like, I'm going to be smart. I'm going to study so that I can get a scholarship and get out of this town. And so I did that. I got into the school called Kenyon College, which is like a liberal arts school and very liberal. And so it was a huge culture shock to go from Mm -hmm. Bible belt, like conservative to this like liberal campus. Um, But that was in Ohio yeah. But also in the middle of nowhere. So I kind of went from, it was a little like, okay, girl, like, why did you go from middle of nowhere to middle of nowhere? That's a little kind of, what was that? <laughs> whatever, whatever ticket will get you out. It was a free, it was full scholarship. It, that you got a fucking It ticket. was, honey. It was a full ride because she's Ooh. smart. Yeah. And you can make up your degree even better. <laughs> Absolutely. Liberal arts call it, like, it's funny because the first day of school, they're like, with liberal arts, right? They're like, mm-hmm. here, we're going to teach you how to learn. And it's like, oh, I was like, okay, but any like, like, like Excel or like, they're like, no, yeah. absolutely no. not. <laughs> Look, at, at a certain point in time, Little Rocks Colleges should just make their degrees out of uh, rolling papers because that's absolutely, <laughs> it was like, it truly was like, we're going to teach you how to think. And I'm like, that's what did I do? Yeah. Um, I think that's something I should have shown up knowing I mean, how honestly, to do. Honestly, right? the, the, re, the, the reality of the situation is that it's just connections because a bunch of rich kids go there. Mm-hmm. And so I was able to like Perfect. get a better lot in life because I was just surrounded by wealthy, privileged people. And that's all those yeah. schools are. It's just network. It's four years of networking. 
That's all it is. Oh, that sounds sounds yeah. awful. And but also we live yeah. in Los Angeles, and if you don't know how to network, you ain't got you ain't got no. Yeah, it reminds me of the glamorous songs like "If You Ain't Got No Money, Take Your Broke 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 oh, Ass." Oh, 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 yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like that vibe. I mean, my first boyfriend in in college, because um, at that point I was a twink and. I was yeah, but you're also bragging to me. You had a boyfriend in college. Cool, cool. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but wait till you hear the story because it's pretty bad. Oh um, yes, now oh, okay. The way that we met is because I, you know, I grew up very poor. I grew up, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. And I was in the cafe, and this like white boy named Jack, curly blonde hair, Martha's Vineyard sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. You you go you get you know a douche, douche He's a very douche. very wealthy. He had just come out, which I didn't even know. I mean, now I know, but I didn't know that at the time. And he came up to me and goes, hey. And I was like, hi. He's like, and I was wearing boat shoes. And he goes, those boat shoes ever been on a real boat before? Don't leave. Oh, Don't leave. Yeah. The airs. No, I just I just hate this person. It was so much. And literally, like, um, we dated for a couple months. You didn't coil into a ball and roll away? Because that's what you're supposed to do. I like I was so un- unexperienced at that point, And I just wanted a boyfriend so bad that yeah. I was like, I'll do it. And he was a firefighter. So he was at least like hot. He was like really hot. Look, I respect, respect that. Respect it. And he- <laughs> I have nothing but respect for dating someone hot that you, that is not good for you. <laughs> and the first time we hooked up, he, he lived in a frat house because he, he was like a frat boy. And... I I I already knew. Oh that. yeah, well, you're, like, you're like, honey, honey, you said those words exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and when we were hooking up, one of his brothers opened the door on accident, not on purpose, but opened the door and goes, "Jock." And then like we were hooking up, and he goes, "Oh yeah, bro, yeah." Like because they were so into him being gay, they like loved that he was gay. It was so yeah. weird. Here's the thing. I I had those kind of friends when I was younger. They were just thrilled to have a homosexual yes. in their uh, in their fold. That they're like, you go do what you... Well, they never... Yeah, no one's ever walked in on me having sex because, God forbid, <laughs> I'll let that happen. They'll, if you, That's like looking directly into the sun. It's not... Your eyes are going to burn. Oh, my God. <laughs> It'll be gorgeous for a moment and then you'll never see again. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, it's funny because the frat boys, they like... All the all the toxic masculinity they had towards women, yeah. they still applied. They were like, "You're no different, brother. You're still our brother." So I was like the girl, and they were like, "Yeah, bro, yeah. F- fuck that twink." It was so weird. It was your first taste of uh, pure misogyny. Yes, and I liked it so much, <laughs> I became a woman. If you know what I mean. <laughs> that was when I knew I'm a lady. <laughs> They're like, you know what? This is for me. Yeah, I was like, you know what? I like this. Um, this makes sense. <laughs> oh my god, I can't, I can't. We broke up pretty soon after that. How'd you break it up? I I love hearing breakup stories. I mean, my... I was so young. I like wasn't good at communicating, mm-hmm. so it was one. Of, it was like borderline ghosting where like yeah i just like texted him and was like hey bro <laughs> like hey bro like this isn't um these, <laughs> these boat shoes are never gonna get on that boat if you know what i mean right like he's like, like um and he was like he was i mean it was all chill like it's college like it's nothing's yeah. real or serious so i'm also pro ghosting yeah pro ghost podcast if you are inconvenienced Stop responding. <laughs> I also remember, I just remembered that part of the reason I broke up with him is because when we kissed, it was such a specific smell, taste of like cherries. 
And it really bothered me. All the time? Was it his, his chapstick? I don't know. It was, I don't think it was chapstick. It was just this like, you know, whenever something is almost like sweet in a way that's gross. Yes. There's a sweet smell that just like, I was like, I don't know what this is, but it's, I cannot kiss you on the mouth. Yeah, I, I understand. I've had uh, makeouts with uh, th- that level of uh, douchebag, uh, broy homosexual man. And um, first of all, how did they make their mouth pointy? I have no idea. But yes. To do it. <laughs> he, had, he had zero lips. He had, he had negative lips. Not being able to connect lip to lip. <laughs> I think that's what I would, for like someone normal, you're tasting lips. And he didn't have yeah. lips. So I think I was just tasting gums. Yeah. Probably wasn't cherries. It was just blood. It was probably. blood. It was blood from the gums. And that's, I think that's probably what happened now that I understand it. Yeah. Like there's no lips. You're just going right to gingivitis. And that's really an issue. Yes. From now on, the only people we make out with have lips. I, listen, I learned my lesson because yeah, I don't worry. Don't you worry. I, I got lips now. I, I, I only do, I only do the lips. <laughs> Look, I'm pl- look. I'm planning on making mine twice as big. I'm getting pumped. I love it. I'm reaching the uh, the plastic surgery phase of my life, and I'm very. Excited are you? Are you? It's it. like when RuPaul's Drag Race queens get money, mm-hmm. exactly. and it's like that. The lips are just like two pillows. Yeah, I want those extra large uh, veneers. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> D- disaster! Like blindingly white, uh, like horse, large horse teeth. teeth. I just want, I, I kind of want one feature that is like, you paid for that? And I'm like, yeah, I did. <laughs> and I want to have a lot of work done. I want to have, I don't know. I probably won't. I'll probably just get a BBL and be done with it. I want a BBL <laughs> so bad. We can go get BBLs together. <laughs> well, if I sell something, I'm going to get a BBL. I will recover BBLs with you if you ever Oh want my God. <laughs> it's just on our tummies. We can't, we can't sit on the butt. Yeah. No, I will... Just watching TV, ass up. <laughs> they don't tell people that. That you can literally, you can't sit for like six months. No, it'll make your butt burst. Yeah. Like, I remember somebody was like, have, somebody had like a BBL on a plane, a freshly new BBL, and they started bleeding on the plane seat. Oh my God. Via Twitter information. I, can, I can't confirm it, but I read it somewhere. Uh, and I, I want to be that girl. <laughs> they make BBL um, furniture. Where there's a yes. hole, there's like a hole where the butt, so your butt can like go through the hole. Oh, what? You can sit normally. Yeah, you can sit normally because the butt goes through a hole and then it doesn't, there's no pressure on the butt. I want BBL furniture. <laughs> I want a, <laughs> I want an Eames chair that's the BBL. <laughs> yes. If I got one thing done, if I could only get one thing done, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> this, po- this podcast is getting so toxic and I love it. <laughs> I love that my episode is the most toxic one. Um, I just want a little bit, I want some lipo under the chin. That That's what I want. Yeah, I'm always worried about like face work because especially like with any like surgery. Yeah. That's what I'm always worried about because I have, I've had liposuction before uh, and like that, that's, that's easier because those scars are smaller, but I'm always concerned about scars around my face. Yeah. Well, the, 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 I've done a lot of research and it's just two little, two little holes and they hold, they, they, they hide it in a fold so that you don't even, you don't see it. I'm pro anything. No one will, like if you're doing any body thing you want to do, I support you in your ways and I hope that, you have nothing but good healing and it becomes exactly what you want when it's finished. I literally got a vagina. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. I got the BBL of the BBL. I got the the, the <laughs> most BBL that you could ever get. The deluxe vagina? Like, is there a designing process to it? No. I My consultation, I remember saying I, to the doctor, I was like, it's fu- I, I 
say things on podcasts that I would never say outside of a podcast. And I actually don't mind it. I I, I feel very open about yeah. this. I love Glad is always like, don't you ever ask a trans person about their genitals. Don't you ever. I'm here like going into like a public park being like, can I tell you about my vagina? <laughs> is it okay with you if I talk to you about Look. my vagina? I want to hear about your vagina. Yeah. You fucking earned it. <laughs> well, listen, I um, I remember the consultation. I literally, I I quote myself. I said, I want a Hello Kitty pussy. And he looked at me and he went, all right. Like he knew, like as I if see. he knew. He was like, got it. And then when I got uh, boobies, I said, I want tea time titties. Aww. And he got it. He understood what that meant too. That's even better. That's a yeah. good doctor. That's a good, that's a phenomenal doctor. Somebody says, I want a Barbie dream house for a vagina. They should be able to immediately understand what they mean. It's like the thing with, uh, and I, this will be the last thing I say about it before, <laughs> before I don't talk about it anymore. But there is an issue in the trans community, I do believe, with surgeons not being honest about recovery and also uh, complications. And I think that... yeah. I, if I, you know, if I can advocate for anything in this one second, it's just, if you're going to have anything done, anything, right? Please be informed. Don't just listen to your doctor because they're they're in the business of selling you surgery. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's the same situation. I had my I had my surgery and he made it sound like it'd be like an immediate exactly. quick recovery. And it was not. And I luckily, because I had a surgery before that, that was just like an, actually a health issue. And that doctor didn't do a good job of telling me about stuff. Like one thing I will always say, if you ever do any form of surgery, be prepared for constipation. Yes. <gasps> the the painkillers. That is, yeah. If you put your own opiates, yes. it will make you painfully constipated. Oh. Be on a liquid diet. That is, I don't understand why they don't say that all the time. Like, But if any post-surgery person, yeah. liquid diet for at least three days so you do not fucking create solid poops that won't come out of you. That is so true. The, I, the opiates were just, I literally got off of them um, half the amount of time I was supposed to be on them because I was like, I cannot. I switched to Tylenol and weed because it was like, yeah. which, which by the way, worked just as good as the opiates. Here's the thing. The opiates are like the best when you're in the most pain. Yeah. Like when it's that the severe, undeniable pain, then that's when the opiates are best. Like for me, it's one of those things where it's like, I want to wean off of it as quickly as possible because I don't want to be asleep yeah. 20 hours a day. But the edibles were working just <laughs> fine. I, the, the edibles were doing it for me. So here we are. It was toxic and it became education. Listen, we took, and, and that's what we do as queer, queer people, honey. We go, we start off toxic, but we end in a way for the community. And that benefits everyone. Absolutely. While still, still dragging it down. Oh no. Yeah, sure. It's going to get back to, well, we're going to go right back to toxic in about one right second. Right back into it. Because you had a piece of gossip that you wanted to share. It was, or was it? Listen, I have some gossip, but it, it involves myself. I told you that is still valid gossip. If you in this can't realm. tell gossip about yourself, how the hell are you going to tell gossip about somebody else? You going to tell gossip about anybody else? You know what I mean? <laughs> can I get a? Can I get a goddamn? goddamn? <laughs> um, yes. I, so I, in, when I was in college, speaking of, I studied abroad in Italy, and right, I was a twink at the time. Perfect. And uh, very call me by your name vibes, right? So I, mm -hmm. orientation was in this Italian villa in Tuscany. And long story short, I met a man who I kind of mm -hmm. fell in love with who was straight. Yeah, of course. Of course. And this is where the call me by your name stuff actually, it's pretty spot on. It was like, there was no peach situation. No, you should have. I'm sorry. I know. Looking back, I wish <laughs> there was a peach involved. 
But you know what? This is your Call Me By Your Name, not not the one that. But really there was the lush, you know, Italian countryside. Mm-hmm. There was this this paramour that I was obsessed with, and all semester we kind of had this chemistry. But obviously, mm-hmm. he's straight. Also, had a girlfriend, and uh, mm-hmm. we ended up we we hooked up in Venice. Ooh, yes, that's a perfect place yes. to hook up. With and of course, I told everyone. Like I, I could not. <laughs> literally, he was like, "Hey, so I'm in a relationship and I'm straight, and like you cannot tell mm-hmm. anyone." And I was like, "Absolutely." I was like, "Of course." Yeah, I would have been texting ten people as I was yeah. saying that. Come next morning over espresso. I'm like, "Bonjour." Okay, that's French. Wait a second. <laughs> I was like, "Bonjour, no bitches." You know this? Will they? Won't they? They did. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's oh. just a piece of the puzzle. That ended up to be a little... Uh, he broke my heart. I was sad. It, yeah. it, it was doomed to fail from the beginning, right? Yeah. I don't think about this person for years, years, years. I moved to LA. I get a text from this person that says, Hey, um, I saw that you moved to LA we have a lot more in common now than than you would think. Can we please get together? Whoa. I'm thinking, okay, this is interesting. I'm feeling a little nervous. I, I haven't thought about you since you broke my heart. I, you know, whatever, whatever. Yeah. I meet this person. Honey, she's trans. Ah! We both transitioned ah. after our gay little twink love affair in Italy. And she's a writer in Hollywood too. She's a, she's a <laughs> trans writer. But in every area of her life, she's ahead than me. Yeah. So that part is also funny too, because it's like, okay, wait a second. We're both trans. Okay. She has a partner. I don't. We're both writers. She has way more credits than I do. We both live in LA. She owns a craftsman. I have a little tiny studio. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know if this, you know, I don't know how this ended, but uh, but it it was definitely shocking. Yeah, and a little bit of a of a book in the, the way that there are chapters. All right, that is perfect gossip. That <sighs> is a layered story uh, with a twist ending. I'm writing this pilot. If I'm you know watching what I mean. this show. I'm yeah. watching every episode of this show. This I is, want to watch. Every- this will <laughs> also, be also. They should help you put this show together. <laughs> absolutely. This is going to be on HBO Discovery Plus, coming out in six months. Okay, it's a reality show. What? What? what, are, what are, what's? What's the working title here? Um, the working title is uh, "Call Me by Your uh, New Name or Chosen Name." <laughs> I'm trying Come to figure you- it out. Yeah, or call me by your hormones. It's what- yeah, or or call me by your dead name. Some oh, there, that's even- yeah. I think we're we're really we're working. At, you know, I have a team. We have a room, and we're kind of working around. We're pitching. We're just jumping around. We're pitching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. This is that was that was a that's a insane. It's an ins- it it is so insane and so shocking and oh, and she's prettier than me. Oh whoa! Yes. Well, let's let's not jump to conclusions uh, here. You know, you know, it it is true, and that's okay. You know what? You think that's true. I have seen no evidence. I've decided you're the prettier okay. one in my story. I'm funnier. <laughs> that's still that, prettier. That's prettier in some circles. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, Nori, it's time to read a couple of the juicy submissions we get from our listeners. It is mailbag time. So here's how the mailbag works. After I read the letter, you give it a juice level of either dry, moist, or fully juiced. Fully juiced being the most salacious and dry being boring. And then I ask that you explain your reasoning. Sounds good? All right, so here is the first letter. A woman at my old job was mad at her husband, so she gave him pot bounties without him knowing. He was an airline pilot. (laughs) Oh my God. That makes me furious. I honestly... (laughs) What about all the poor people caught in the crossfire? Look, if I took a full plane down by dosing my my, my air pilot uh, husband... Okay, so I imagine over over the intercom, it's like this is your captain speaking. <laughs> you know, Y'all like the color red. <laughs> exactly. Look, to be fair, it is a job that always requires two people, so he's not. That's by true. Himself. There's a backup, and also if his at the if his co-pilot can't figure out <laughs> that his buddy is high as fuck, then that's. That's okay, the way that I feel is that, unfortunately to me, this is dry because if the plane crashed, see that's that's, that's juicy. That's just a that's a fucking I I'm full yes. moist. Everything I'm soaked from top soaked. to bottom. But it looks like everyone probably like he probably figured out that he was high and just yeah. stayed home, and that's probably what ended up happening. But so yeah, if unless. This something terrible did happen. Please feel free to uh, update yeah. us. We're happy to uh, to bump this up a level or two. This was this this ends up being that Indonesian flight that actually this was the this was the Indonesian flight. Yeah, you ever heard about that flight that disappeared? Yeah. Uh, I'm like, oh, he was oh. high. He was high, babe. Uh, <laughs> that was me. Yeah, this is dry. I'm so I'm, I apologize. This is, yeah. This is, there's nothing to apologize for because I'm the only yeah. other person here and you don't have mm-hmm. to apologize. And if somebody disagrees with you out in, in my audience, um, they're they're choosing to side against me and I agree <laughs> with you. <laughs> All right, I'll give you this next mm. one. <clears throat> my partner works for a retail chain. A few years ago, his boss, the store manager, had been underperforming and was going to be either fired or demoted. HR and the district manager were on site and everyone knew whatever was going to happen was about to happen. Suddenly, they both get calls to their cells and basically run out of the stores. Turns out that another store, a manager has been accused by a third party of having affairs with store cashiers. That's right, plural. They review the tapes, and while there's no camera in the office itself, the camera outside showed one young female cashier going in, staying a while, coming out straightening her clothes, and then high-fiving another young female cashier who heads into the office to take her turn. The title tell? A third cashier who reportedly wanted in on the action and was rejected. <laughs> oh, and the kicker, the guy's wife worked for the company, so was, there was no way he could hide it from her why he got fired. This, I mean, I'm going to say this is this is very, very juicy. That was, it was going to go one direction where we're like, hey, my manager's about to be fired. But then these two people just ran. My question though is, and where I thought this was going to go is I thought that the the man who was going to be fired uh, tattletailed on the other manager. No, it was it was just a third girl who got... First of all, who who's a store manager that people want to take dick turns I on? I know. What's going on there? 
Also, well, first of all, I'm impressed that he can do two in a row. He might have been hot, though, because I've seen some store managers that are very hot. Here's the thing. Like, working in retail, anybody who becomes a store manager, immediately a dickhead. Yeah. Like, there's no, there's no way to get into retail management without being a little bit of a piece of shit. Well, so, unfortunately, that makes the alternative that maybe there's a power dynamic, which is kind of sad. Yeah. But also... I think I, I love the story. I love I love his stamina. I love that he got fired. I love that his wife found out and she works for the same company. It's really, it's a very, like, it's good misdirect. I want to choose to believe that he just had a good dick and that that's what it was. I just want to believe that. I want to choose that he has a great tongue. Mm, that's what I choose to believe. And lips. Yeah, I feel like if he's suckling things down perfectly in every possible way, then that yeah. makes sense. Because if, if she's coming, <gasps> then that's, she's coming. that's all that matters. If she comes, then yay. I love that. And that might be the case. It's like, like he made two of them come in a row and they're like, and the third one was like, I would like to have an orgasm from sex once in my life. The tongue is a better dick. Yeah. I never thought yeah. about that. No, like no good dick is attached to a man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want that on a pillow. I need that on a pillow. Absolutely, <laughs> it's very true. There's no, <laughs> but you have, but you have to decide the juice level. Oh, I one. say very, very juicy. Yeah, this Full is juice. really just. Thank you to whoever sent this in because this was very layered, wonderful misdirect, and there's retribution at the end. Yeah, which I always love. That was good. And that's our mailbag. Thank you so much to everyone that sends in your mail. Okay, Nori, let's take a quick break, and we'll be back with the juice line. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Welcome back to The Juice. I'm here with the lovely Nori Reed. All right, Nori, now's the time on our show when we go to the phone. We call it The Juice Line. And I'm hearing from our board operator that today's caller is Jackie. Let's patch her in. Please hold. Thank you. Hi, Jackie. Uh, hi. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Hi. Hi, I'm Solomon. This is Nori right next to me. Hello. Hi. Yeah. Uh, how's it going, Jackie? It's going great. I got some great juice for you guys. <gasps> I'm, yes. oh, thank you. That's all I ever <laughs> need in my life. And I'm so excited to hear it. Um, my juice is neighborhood-based. Oh, um, and my oh, my this. neighborhood is like it, it's pretty nice. It's in Studio City in mm -hmm. the Valley, and it's in like an an area where 
you can tell people like had a lot of money from TV and film and like the 90s and mm. 80s and bought something mm. and then just like stayed there and went crazy. And mm. so it's that's the whole neighborhood. 90s money. I the love dream, that. even dream. better. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's pretty good. And uh, there are no parking restrictions. So there's a lot of car based drama. Yeah. Like there's, uh, oh, I love that. I nicknamed them all. So there's Red Prius Lady, <laughs> and she just hot boxes her Red Prius and drives at like four miles an hour <laughs> and just glares at people. <laughs> and is so oh. mean. Like you don't know why she's so angry. And uh, I actually. Like, that's not the drugs you took are not supposed to let you feel that yes, way. Yes, that's so confusing. Like if you're, you're hotboxing your car, you should be waving and smiling. No, she is full of rage. Uh, but we don't see her. But still going five miles yeah. an hour, which I love even yeah. more. Yeah, we don't. I'd see hate her. to see her. I would hate to see her without the without the weed. Well, she's disappeared because, like, a few months ago, she drove into a <gasps> lamppost at like four miles an hour, just very slowly. <laughs> <laughs> and we haven't seen her since. <laughs> yes. And uh, right outside of our apartment, some like fucking influencers in a Range Rover did a bunch of donuts and. Mm. Made a skid mark that just looks like a giant penis in skid marks. I don't think they knew that that's what they were doing, but that was the results. And like they kind of made the balls and then like burnt out. So it looks like the dick just goes on forever. It's kind of beautiful. Oh. (laughs) It's a never ending (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I mean, well, there are a lot of people who like to live here and live here in their cars because there are no, uh, you know, parking restrictions. And why the yeah. fuck not? You have a car, live here. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. And our neighbor has, I think, five vehicles and a boat mm-hmm. that he just rotates around. <laughs> mm. uh, the boat oh. is called the Trumpster. Oh, Jesus. Oh. So that just yeah. answers no. all the questions about him. No. Wait, this is this is not the same guy. <laughs> The boat shoes guy that we. <laughs> oh, listen! This might this might be a callback to someone who has who has no lips. That's what, that's what I'm gonna say. Okay, yeah. this guy is. Lips. Yes, we, this guy's we, lips. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay. Well, well, well then. Yeah. There well, we go. I mean, last I checked, well, I don't know. Well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll make I'll make some calls. <laughs> but there's uh, the craziest one is actually my neighbor who lives. Uh, on the apartment below ours, who mm-hmm. um, I'll call I'll call her Sally Ann. Hi, Sally yeah. Ann. I love that solid, solid Sally Ann. Um, and mm. she is uh, like I knew she was crazy in like a dangerous way when I saw mm-hmm. that she has in her patio a naked baby doll that she nailed to the fence on the side <laughs> of the neighbor that she doesn't like. <laughs> oh. Um, Sally Ann is already exciting. <laughs> and like, and she's been there for decades and her drama with this one neighbor in particular goes back like decades and it's just unraveling and I love it. I love all little pieces that keep coming out. Oh my like God. Like the other neighbor was mad at Sally Ann for spreading manure all over her garden and there was just flies everywhere. And so she complained to the building uh and in retaliation, Sally Ann broke into her patio and cut all the heads off her flowers. <laughs> and was like, I, I, she denies it to this day. And it's like, who the fuck else is going to do that? Yeah, no one's going <laughs> to fucking just cut the flowers off of somebody else's garden unless they knew them personally. Yeah, it was, yeah. 
But like all of, all of her drama is, is garden based because <laughs> yes. she has her patio garden and then she, it's a communal building, but like, it's, yeah. it's like we live in her house. Like this garden is hers. Made the garden. It's her garden. Don't fuck with Sally Ann's garden. It's I, been going on for decades. Like this is her baby, this garden. And it looks terrible. She's got an ugly baby. The baby is ugly. Yes. I was just like, I've assumed it's just all scarecrows yeah. and nothing. Well, she'll like pay off the gardeners that come here. Oh. She'll like give them money to not do anything. Okay. That's sick. But and I love yeah, her so and I'm much. like it's <laughs> toxic. And the and the gardeners will just take it, and I'm like, good for you guys. Like, go ahead. Like, yeah. that's fine. Because they're like, fuck if we care, we don't give a shit. And run, run your yeah. game. I love them. I, I love them too. <laughs> and she always complains about like how much work it is to keep up the garden, and we're like. The building is like specifically asked you to stop doing this. Yeah. <laughs> you literally don't have to do this. It's, 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 <laughs> you know, on SNL, Kristen Wick has a character. She's like, don't make me sing. <laughs> don't make, she's like, oh, and everyone's like, no one wants you to sing. Don't make me garden. Don't make me garden. Don't make me garden. Don't make me garden. No one wants you to, Sally Ann. Sally Ann. I love but, it. Uh, her biggest nemesis is a guy we call Van Guy. And he is an elderly white gentleman who lives mm. in his van. Uh, and he, for a long period of time, parked his van directly outside our building because he enjoyed using Sally Ann's garden to shit in. Oh. <laughs> oh. 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 Uh, now, oh. as someone oh. who lives in the building, I did not give a shit about it because I'm like, I know that my rent is not being used to upkeep this shithole of a building. Yeah. Like, I know that like, <laughs> this is fine. And like, he's an old man. Like, he lives in his vi- like, go stop. It also it sounds him. like Sally Ann is creating a garden environment that is welcoming an old man to shit in the garden. Yeah. Look, if it was if it was a pretty garden, guess what? He, he wouldn't, wouldn't shit, shit in, it. in it. This is on Sally Ann. He wouldn't shit in a pretty garden. Like it smells like shit, so I'm gonna shit yeah. in it. Like duh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she would keep calling the cops on him just over yeah, and over and over. And finally, mm. It just got... Sally Ann seemed like she'd be a cop. Yeah, 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 yeah. She had a few words to say. Um, And finally, the guy moved his van. And the Mm -hmm. same day that that happened, uh, Sally Ann opens her door one morning to find that someone has shit right in front of her front door. (laughs) (laughs) It could be anyone. It could could be be anyone. anyone. It could be anyone. Anyone. Anybody. Anyone in the world. Who knows who did it? Look, Sally Ann has a lot of enemies. (laughs) And And, yeah, and she like didn't clean it up right away. Instead, she wrote everyone in the building a handwritten card being like, someone has shit in front of my door. I just needed to inform you that there is shit, a a huge pile of human shit in front of my door. Oh my God. (laughs) And we're like, thank you for giving us the card because we would not have known. I love I love how your story started with this is a rich enclave in Studio City from the wealth built from the 80s and 90s television and it ends with 
There's just shit everywhere. Oh, this is a perfect oh, story. Oh, I loved every second I, of it. I'm not even complete. Oh, I am not complete. Yes. Oh. This is oh. this saga does not end here. I, Thank you so much, Jackie. I love this so much. This makes me so, so happy. Fan Guy has moved. And now his drama with Sally Ann is is closed. He kind of had the last word yes. on that. He's yeah. already dead. Yeah. <laughs> you won that argument. And oh, ironically, her apartment number is number two. Oh, <laughs> you couldn't make it out. You couldn't write this. <laughs> you couldn't write it I at mean, all. It's, no. it's, I mean, it writes, writes itself. itself. She's asking for it. But Van Guy moves down the street and he parks in front of a mansion that is half built. It is just on the street. It is one of those like boxy, ugly mansions that are like popping up everywhere, mm-hmm. but they clearly just ran out of money. There are no windows in it. Like it's open to the elements. It has been rained on. There's mold. There's just trash everywhere. The entire building reeks of shit and piss. So he parks there and it's like, no one's bothering him. It already smells like that. No one lives there. He's fine. He's like chilling. Yeah. And Van Guy was like living his best life, living in his van. And one day we're out walking our dog and uh, some squatters had turned up in the building and the cops were there. And we just see like this very casual cop outside and he kind of waves to us. But then inside you hear, get on the ground, get on the ground. Like, do not move or this is how people get shot. It was just a very intense like removal of people from inside of that abandoned Uh. house. And we're thinking, who called the cops on these people? Like Sally Ann, this is not garden related. It was not Sally Ann. She's gone. Okay. We're thinking, Maybe it was Van Guy. Hmm. He, he was living there first. Uh, a week later, Van Guy's van broke it into. Oh, no. They're, all of his hoarder stuff is everywhere. Like, it's in, in the street. It's on the sidewalk. It's absolutely everywhere. All the windows are smashed. There's no sign of Van Guy. Oh, no. And we're thinking, oh, shit, this escalated. Yeah. So these guys must have come back, been like, fuck you we're going to fuck up your van. Mm. Exactly another week later, someone sets the van on fire. What? The entire fucking van and like all of the shit around it is ablaze. It's around like eight o'clock at night. And it was like a crazy, wonderful moment for the neighborhood. Like everyone came out to watch the car on fire. <laughs> no, no. And like, like you have like no. parents with their kids and like everyone's like talking to no. each other. And it was just like, a, oh, like, look at that. Something's going on, on outside. Fire. We got to go see what's going on. What a beautiful yeah, it was moment. Like, yeah. It was a nice thing where we're just like, no. look at that. And you, and it's just in this nice, beautiful neighborhood. We're all like neighbors and, and you know, enjoying the sight of, this like apocalypse building with a burnt out car in front of it. Like it looked like something out of like a dystopian film. It was crazy. Um, And we're just, uh, we're we're watching it ablaze. And I'm of course listening to everything because I need to figure out what people are saying. And boat Trumpster guy reveals that the owner of that house was Van Guy. What? Apparently, he bought that house in the 80s or 90s 
made this huge big plan to remodel it, started, ran out of money, and has just been waiting until he could get the resources together to finish it. And it just decades passed. And oh eventually oh, it just dwindled yeah. down till he was living in his God. van. Oh my God. And I'm like thinking like, is that, could that be true? Like to me, I'm like, that's, that sounds insane yeah. to be holding on to that. But it's like, yeah, someone who's petty enough to take a shit in front of someone's door is probably petty enough to like hold on to something like that. Yeah. Till never, they die. Yeah. Wow. Uh, but I, we're, we're asking where van guy is. Cause we're like, shit. He, I hope he wasn't in that van when it got lit on fire. Um, And then we find out, because we're thinking, oh, God, those guys that called the cops or whatever, maybe Mm -hmm. they came back. Uh, Van Guy had died about a month before that. What? He was already dead. What? (laughs) The whole time. What? The whole time. He was dead the whole time. He was just dead the whole time. (laughs) Oh, my God. Wow. And now... Now, today, present day, whenever it gets too hot, which is all the time, yeah. the entire neighborhood smells like shit. <laughs> and that's that's the story. R.I.P. Van Guy. Oh, my R. God. R.I.P. Van Guy. Yeah. Just, wow. That was so many wonderful twists Twist. and turns and journeys. And we started somewhere so simple as a neighborhood and. <laughs> In the valley yeah. to mm-hmm. to where we are now. I loved every second of it. I'm so happy you shared that story wow. with us. Thank I'm, you for uh, letting me share that. Jackie, you've made wow. my day better than you can ever <laughs> imagine it being. I'm still sitting with it. I think I'm, I'm sitting. <laughs> I, I I'm I I'm processing. It's it's yeah. the, there's something there's a message here, and I yeah. I haven't really found it yet. But I there's a message. You know what? Whenever it smells like shit, I'll be thinking of Van Guy. Van Guy. Yeah. <laughs> and his power. And yeah. Maybe the lesson is you uh, <laughs> if, if you're, you know, don't don't wait, don't wait to 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 do something you want to do. No, no, no. Hold on to your dream to the bitter end. Oh, okay. yeah, you're right. Is. You're right. I, I'm, I apologize for that. You're right. You're absolutely right. No matter how much you failed, you fucking hold on. Even if it means you have to take a dump in front of a lady's <laughs> house. Yeah. Fucking hold on. <laughs> but let go. If you know what, yeah. Hold on, let go. Yes. Yes. Don't like, you know, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jackie. That was such an amazing story. <laughs> no problem. Thanks, guys. Thank no you. Bye. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my god. Wow, that Van is... Guy. Yeah. I really what a wild time. I think Hotbox Lady is is involved somehow, and I don't know how, but she's involved. I think they both died on the same day. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're both dead. <laughs> my favorite part, my favorite part of the story was, and when that van was on fire, the whole neighborhood gathered around. <laughs> I was like, "What?" Look, I've, as somebody who's been a part of a neighborhood watching a car on fire, it's something that does bring a neighborhood toge- together. Because what true. can you do when a car's on fire other than just Make stand s'mores. there and watch it? Oh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, that is our episode. Thank you so much for being Aww. on here. You're such a wonderful, wonderful person. It just makes me so joyful to see you. Thank you for having uh, me. It's yeah. such an honor. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> 
And that's the fabulous, the exquisite Nori Reed. Follow her on Twitter at RealNoriReed and find out more by visiting her website, NoriReed.com. And as always, if you want to tell your story on the juice, send them in by visiting TeamCoco.com slash HeyJuice. Please remember to also rate and review us in Apple Podcasts. Give us all the stars. It is really important. And also tell all your friends about us because they should be listening. Thanks for listening. And as always, have a juicy day. This has been a Team Coco production. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.